0: Boston Celtics get the win. Derek White, Chris Porzingis were great. They showed Trey Young who the real all-star was, plus the defense. Maybe it's time to clean that up. Jason Tatum's off night and a little bit more on the Tillman trade. Let's do it all right now on the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on, number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Delario B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Rainin' Jays, how I started, raisin' banners. How we finish? Locked on, Celtics pod. Home of the winners, B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you covered every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device if you're subscribed, so make sure you are doing that wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube, in the comments section. Let me know what you're thinking about this show. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal and today I'm doing it after the Boston Celtics get the 125-117 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Later on, I'll talk about a little bit more on the Tillman trade. Some more details since the last uh, emergency five-minute podcast thing that I did earlier. I'll talk about this game. I'll talk about the Celtics defense. I'm also going to talk about Prize Picks. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks, easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom NBA. Use the code LOCKDOWN NBA all lowercase for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. So let's just dive into the game here, which the Celtics won. And honestly, the, the the big takeaway for me here is that this Celtics team is going through its kind of midseason doldrums, the lull, the problems that they're you know you just kind of normally have at this time of year. I know people are saying, well. The Knicks are playing great right now. The 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 Cavs are playing great right now. So it it's they think the exception disproves the rule. It's still, it's not that it's you know just the uh it's oh every team's gonna suck. Some teams, yeah, they do go on a run. The the Knicks made a trade and that kind of jolted them. The Cavs, they they got some guys back from injury, it kind of jolted them. But the Celtics have been good. The the problem for the Celtics is they've been great for this entire season. And now they're like, they know how great they are. I said in yesterday's podcast how great they are. They're they're on pace for 60 plus wins, 62 wins, maybe more. It's kind of hard sometimes when things are going great not to let your foot off the gas a little bit. And I think the Celtics have done that a little bit here. Throw in the fact that the Atlanta Hawks can be a really good def- uh, offensive team. They're not a good defensive team, uh, and and you know you have a recipe for what happened in this game. Everybody is on board. Everybody understands. Yeah, this is a little bit of a struggle, but the Celtics are winning through the struggles, right? They're they they're still, uh, they're, they're what four and two on this homestand. Six games. They lost two games, not the best games, obviously, but. They're winning through these struggles, so that's a positive. We understand that, but the Celtics, you know, one twenty five, one seventeen, they still won. They they got up by thirteen. They had um, they they had their struggles at the beginning of the game. It was Sadiq Bay that caused them problems. It was uh, Trey Young had a hot start, but he kind of disappeared, and the Celtics just kind of like muddled, muddled along, muddled along is what I'm trying to say, muddled along. And if it wasn't for Christophs Porzingis and Derek White, uh, who knows how this game would have gone early on. Jalen Brown played well, uh, but he was kind of a, just a first half player. He had uh, 15 points in the first half, zero points in the second half, kind of an odd performance. He took one shot in the second half. He kind of coasted his way through. I, I don't understand how Jalen Brown takes only one shot in the second half, but he just kind of chilled. He let Porzingis shoot. They, you know, Jason Tatum shot. Uh, Derek White got shots. They took 44 shots in the second half. That's you know, it's not nothing. And Jalen took one, so he t- kind of took the second half of this game off. But bottom line for this uh, Celtics Scott. Uh, a, a great performance from Kristaps Porzingis which is exactly what he should have done because he's a very tall person against a not very tall team that had that it's not a good defensive team so they took advantage of the Kristaps Porzingis matchup they uh did not uh take advantage of Jason Tatum getting to the rim which he did often uh not often enough uh he got to the rim, it was 4-4 or four, four in the restricted area and he should have been more than 4-4 or four, four in the restricted area because overall he shot 8 of 21, 2 of 13 from 3, so we missed 11 three-pointers. That's incredible. If you're going to take 13 three-pointers, you better be hitting. And I know that that runs, he's had performances that run kind of count, counter to that line of thinking, but when the rim was wide open, there was no Clint Capella, there are bad Uh, defensive team, the Hawks and Tatum, I think got a little caught up in trying to find his shot. He had a couple of shots late, but it was a, a game where attacking the rim was the way to go. Attacking the rim was the recipe and okay. Derek white was hitting shots. So keep, keep shooting. Al Horford had a monster second quarter. Uh, he, you know, had, had the the green light to keep shooting. Kristaps uh, Porzingis was hitting those guys. Sure, if you're hitting, go for it. But when you're when you're off the way Tatum was, but also not just off, but also when you're uh, able to get to the rim with the ease and frequency as Tatum was able to get to the rim. That's that's a night where you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to be focused on driving a lot more. And he didn't. And I think that's part of the just situation where you you don't want to expend all that energy. I think this that that's part of the issue here. The Celtics have gone through this this stretch of the schedule. They've managed to get by pretty well. It's not as great as it was before, but it, they've gotten by pretty well, and they're just like, yeah, like we're we're gonna we're just gonna cruise to the All Star break. You got the Washington Wizards on Friday. You got a couple of games on, against Brooklyn coming up. Uh, what's this other game that they've got coming up here? Let me just check that real quick. Miami. So that's a game they're gonna get up for. So they got this, and a this weird two o'clock start on. Sunday in Miami, so Friday night, Washington, they're going to chill in that game. Back-to-back against Brooklyn, they're going to chill in that game. That home game, the 14th before the All-Star break, batting down the hatches. Sit Jason Tatum for that game. Don't even bother. Don't even bother with Jason Tatum for that game because he's not He's not going to play anyway. You can, you can play him, you can put him in the game, but he's not going to play. That's not a game that he's going to give a damn about. And if if he's not going to care that much, then don't don't play him. Same for Jalen Brown. Give you know start Xavier Tillman. Just get get these guys. You use that as an opportunity. Just go get your minutes and let's get you into the system. Uh, give these other guys. Give the guys who are actually getting an All Star break. Let them play. Let Holiday and Derek White and all those guys play, and then get the five six days off. Sit Tatum and Brown. Give them an extra day. So give them Wednesday off, Thursday off, Friday is yeah, there's three days off. Jalen will go have his dunk contest and then they play the all-star game and then they have a couple more days off. That that's a nice little break. That that's my my kind of feeling. But don't get don't get too don't get your hopes up. Washington, Miami, Brooklyn, don't get your hopes up. This is gonna be a kind of a little bit of a rocky kind of finish what else can i say they're just not they're not fully there their heads are not fully there but at the same time they're winning most of these games so they got they've got a comfortable lead in the, at the at the top of the standings so i'm not too i'm not too worried but i'm not too thrilled let's continue this cuz i'm going to talk about this 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 kind of concept here of them needing to kind of clean this up today's show brought to you by nissan are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further ever wonder what adventure could be around that next corner our friends at nissan have a lineup of suvs with the capit the capabilities take your adventure to the next level the 2024 nissan rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes Class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. It has room for eight, up to eight, an expansive cargo capacity, an advanced available 4 by 4 capability with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing. When Adventure Calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada. Go find your next big adventure. Shop nissanusa.com. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. The NBA trade deadline, fast approaching, right here, Thursday. At 1 p.m., two hours ahead of the deadline, get to Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd's got you covered. All the trades. If any of these trades happen, who knows what's going to happen. Josh Lloyd's is breaking them down. Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Go subscribe there on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And let's get back into this discussion. I think one thing here uh, that... a a huge takeaway for me is that Trey Young making the all-star game to me, screw it. It's a tragedy. It's a a travesty, not tragedy, travesty Uh, because Derek White is very obviously the more impactful player. Derek White is very obviously having the better season, the more impactful season. Yeah. Trey Young puts up numbers, but what does that get you? What does Trey Young's numbers get you? Twenty-seven point three points and ten point nine assists per game. The numbers look gaudy, right? They kind of jump off the page. Wow, twenty-seven and eleven—that's that's incredible numbers. But he's also uh, a minus, almost a minus two every game. He is a negative on the floor almost every game, where Derek White is plus eight per game. It's third in no, fifth in the league, fifth in the NBA. Derek White in the fourth quarter in this game, four three-pointers, 12 fourth-quarter points. Where was Trey Young? What was he doing? Made a couple of nice passes. Okay. Threw a couple of value-oops. Okay. Now, Trey is uh, an elite passer, no doubt about that. But let me ask you this. Would you trade Derek White for Trey Young straight up? I would not. I would not. Not for this Celtics team, no way. And let me tell you, I would not be surprised if some people in the Hawks organization didn't agree and say, if the opposite, would you trade Trey Young right now, straight up for Derek White? Just forget the rules, forget everything. Would you just trade Trey Young for Derek White? I know. I know that there are some people in Atlanta be like, "Yes, I would. You got to. You have to. You have to you look at what Derek White is capable of doing. What he does on both ends of the floor. If you subbed Derek White in for Trey Young, just swap it around or forget it. Let's just say, let's just say Derek White was playing for the Hawks in this game. The exact same game, except Derek White played for the Hawks. I think the Hawks win this game. He's so good and capable. Now, is he gonna go out there and drop 30 a night? Is he gonna average 27? No. But he can average, he can average 20 plus. He can. If you give him that option, the to to kind of fire away and be the number one option or number two option, he can average 20 plus. He can get you seven, eight, nine assists a game. He can do that. He's capable of doing that. Is he gonna put up Trey Young numbers? No. But is he gonna need the volume to do it? No. And is he going to be a plus defensively? Hell yes. He is an incredible defensive player. Derek White should be on the all defense team. Trey Young decimates their defense, just as the most god-awful defender. So, yeah, Trey Young got named to the All-Star game. And that is an absolute mistake. An absolute mistake. Derek White deserves to be the all-star over Trey Young. Trey Young is not an impactful player. He is not a winning player. If he was as good as people think he is, this Hawks team would not be below 500. The Celtics have more wins at home, 24 than the entire Hawks like season. The, the Celtics have more wins at home. Than the Hawks, who just lost their 29th game. They're 22 and 29. How is, if Trey Young is as good as he's supposed to be, how are they 22 and 29 and 10th? They are worse than the Bulls. They are worse than the Bulls. How are the Hawks worse than the Bulls? Trey Young, as an all star, that team. That team gets an all-star bull. You can't tell me that Derek White does, doesn't deserve that over Trey Young. That's that's terrible, and because fans, because he's got some popularity, that's the difference. No, that's a terrible that's a terrible call. In fact, both Derek White and Porzingis showed you that they deserve the 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 call over Trey Young. I'm sorry, that's. I know, I know my reputation when it comes to how I feel about Trey Young, but Trey Young has earned that. Uh, Let's get back into. I'm not going to say anything more about this game. There's nothing more to say about this game. Uh, Tatum Tatum had an off night from three. He should have drove more. He should have driven to the hole more. He had an off night from three. Uh, Porzingis was awesome. Uh, He had a a fun celebration. when he thought he'd hit a corner three, his first corner three of the season, uh, but that ended up not being a corner three because his foot was on the line. Um, but he had obviously an amazing game. Derek White had an amazing game. Al Horford, uh, that second quarter was incredible. He finished with 14 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, four blocks, two steals. I mean, just an incredible Al Horford game. Uh, so that was nice. I thought uh Peyton Pritchard came in, played well. Uh Made uh made an impact there. Had a couple of nice passes. Sam Hauser came in, did okay, uh, did things other than uh, other than shoot. You know, a couple of offensive rebounds, couple of putbacks. That was pretty good. So that's it. This game. What are you going to say else about a game like this? I will say that the Xavier Tillman uh, trade. We got more details about that. We'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Prize Picks, it's the number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. And this is a fun time on Prize Picks. They've added a couple of new features. It's demon time on Prize Picks. Now, instead of going and picking your two to six players and going uh, more or less in their projections and trying to win, uh, you know, 10 times your money, how about 100 times your money? How about you pick demons or goblins you got red demons and green goblins on different squares on prize picks and you can win a hundred times your money you can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars with as few as four correct picks just gotta pick those red demons or green goblins and get going if you get them right you get a chance to win yourself ten times your money prize picks super easy to play you can make your picks submit your entry in like 60 seconds or less uh, it's it's faster than a Mike D'Antoni offense. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, huge selections across sports, different players, different stat types. They set the projections you pick more or less. It's very simple. It's tough to get it right because, you know, the projections, they're in a tough spot. But if you can get them right, you can win. Again, red diamond, Red demons, green goblins. You can get up to 100 times your money. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockdownNBA. Use the code LockdownNBA for a first deposit match. Up to $100. So after I recorded my initial reaction podcast to the Xavier Tillman trade, uh, turns out that uh, some of the details were kind of still flowing in. So it wasn't into the trade player exception. It was for Lamar Stevens. So Lamar Stevens goes and uh, Tillman comes back. They send out a couple of draft picks. So they continue. First of all, still an open roster spot. Still have the, uh, Grant Williams traded player exception, $6.2 million. Who knows by the time you hear this, what the situation is going to be there. Um, the, the trade deadline's at three o'clock. They still have that other Josh Jackson one, which is, you know, just almost 1.9 million. Didn't really talk about that one much because it didn't seem like that was feasible, but Hey, they almost, they almost used it, uh, so they still have exceptions they still have the roster spot. it does not appear that they're gonna be getting below the second apron this season, but we'll see there's still time. there is uh a possibility that they can carry the traded player exception past the um past the trade deadline because it was a summer deal and The new restrictions, the tougher restrictions, don't kick in until the next calendar year, the next NBA full season. So the Celtics still could technically, now if they get to the NBA finals and win a championship, this won't apply. But if for some reason they need to use the exception and they don't make it to the finals, there is a possibility they could use it still under this calendar year heading into the next calendar year, they they could play that little game. It's kind of like what they did with the Kemba Walker trade and um, the Al Horford trade, just the timing. You, you kind of do it before this calendar year, this NBA season ends, which ends after the finals are over. Uh, you can still get it done. And use that exception before it, the new rules kind of take that away. So it's possible the Celtics could use it. I doubt it. It gets more complicated the longer you wait. But regardless, uh, it's Tillman in, Stevens out. Uh, shout out to Lamar Stevens. And, you know, the the guys talked about him, like, glowingly. Even though he didn't play, it doesn't, it's not like he wasn't part of the team. Uh, you got to remember, like, you don't see him. And we don't see him on, on the floor or or anything, but he's in the locker room, he's in practices, he's, you know, around the team, just because you don't play much, doesn't mean the guys don't know you, (laughs) so uh, they are, they are going to miss him, He's, he's, you know, by all accounts a good dude, I didn't talk to him much, but he's a good dude, and guys have developed relationships with him, but also, congratulations to you Lamar Stevens, you go from DNPs to the Memphis Grizzlies, where yeah, it's not the best team in the world, but they need you. They need a body. You might start for them. You might play 32 minutes for them. You're going to get a high usage for them. So for a guy, and I said this in yesterday's podcast, right? In the mailbag. If you weren't there for the end of it, the gist of it is guy gets, uh, goes from end of bench DNPs and garbage time to, they need me, That I got to play, he's going to be happy about that because he's got a contract that he's trying to earn. So go out there, earn your money, earn your keep. Maybe, maybe you stick around with the Grizzlies. Maybe they find something. Maybe it's a situation matters type of thing, and they find usefulness for him that didn't exist in Boston. So that would be great for him. Meanwhile, the Celtics get a guy who, as I've said, is versatile defensively he's going to help a lot and i think i think the celtics have the opportunity to maybe unlock something with him because he around tatum and brown and porzingis and white he's going to get a lot of opportunities to score in areas where he didn't get opportunities to score um uh, the the spacing is different on this boston team the spacing yeah, the the Grizzlies haven't had a ton of shooting, so the floor hasn't been open. The Grizzlies have been more of a floater team, get to the rim team, and so the spacing is going to be different. Opportunities is going to be different. So, I'm looking forward to what he brings. I'm looking forward to what he what he um, can be on this team, and most importantly, they have his bird rights now. The Celtics have set up. You have Pritchard here long-term potentially Hauser as a shooter here, long-term another year, at least of Val Horford, you now have Tillman. So if that works out, he he's cheap. And I don't think he's going to be a huge contract to, to uh, resign. You have the potential for Jordan Walsh down the road, uh, stepping in on a cheap contract. Who knows with the Kata what he's going to be able to do. So all of a sudden there's, the potential for decently priced uh, help on the bench that the Celtics can count on and really be part of a good, good team and still keeping most, if not all, of their main guys. So we'll see how life changes for them as the second apron life rolls on. But getting, getting Tillman, and we'll see how he goes, but getting him cheap and potentially being able to sign him long-term if he works out, that, that is really high level team building. That's Brad Stevens, you know, for all of, all of the you know great coaching that he's done over the course of his life, he might be a better executive. He might be better suited to be an executive, which is wild because he seemed like a, a lifer as a basketball coach, but this might be better for him. He just might be better at this job because he's killing this job. We'll see. Uh, the trade is official. It's done, uh, which means that he will probably play on Friday, I think. If not Friday, then Sunday in Miami. I, I think getting him some burn against the very bad Wizards team would be helpful. And then he can go in against Miami and and do a decent job. And hey, look, it's another defender to throw at Jimmy Butler in that scenario and, and maybe chase Tyler hero around screens. There's it's good timing. It's good timing. So I'm excited to see what he can bring. I'm excited for this podcast to be over because I've had a lot of problems recording this one and it's very, very late. It's four 15 in the morning. So I'm getting this one out just in time for a lot of you to wake up and get ready for work. Sincere apologies to the people who are waiting up for this and it's not there. Uh, technical problems have delayed this significantly, so I apologize, but it's here. So just know that no matter what, uh, as much as I would have liked to have gone to sleep and recorded this in the morning, I'm recording this now so you can have it when you wake up and I'll just try to sleep in or take a nap or something tomorrow. So subscribe to this podcast. We're dedicated to making your life covering, or uh, watching the Celtics, uh, better. Hopefully this enhances your enjoyment of the Celtics. So maybe that makes you subscribe. Maybe that makes you hop into the comment section of the YouTube page. And hopefully it makes you share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the lockdown Celtics podcast here on the lockdown podcast network. It's your team every day.